0: Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Radio Ministries in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn. We appreciate y'all being with us today to uh, hear this message that we have for you. and pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. We pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to continue on with with the series of the church, which is his body. All right, and uh, this is part three. So we are going to be looking at the question, what is this church called out from? What is this church called out from? Alright, so let's go to Galatians chapter 1, Galatians chapter 1, and we'll read verses 1 to 5, Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, Paul an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father then verse 5 to whom be glory forever and ever amen notice verse 4 who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. So, whereas Israel was a national church composed of the descendants of Abraham physically, the body of Christ is not composed of people of any one nation, but people in every kindred people, tribe, and nation. Those that put their faith in Christ. And his death, burial, and resurrection. So, the church, which is his body, the body of Christ, is called out of this dark, sinful world. We're called out of this dark, sinful world to do good works for the Lord. Amen? So let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll read verses 8 to 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. For by grace are ye saved through faith, And that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay, so verses 8 and 9 tell us how a person is saved. Verse 10 tells us why we are saved. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So, we have been called out of this dark, sinful world, this present evil world, as Israel was called out of slavery and bondage in Egypt. Look at Exodus 12. Exodus 12, verse 51. Let me get that up there. Exodus 12, verse 51. All right. And it come to pass the self same day that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. Hosea. Hosea 11 verse 1. All right, Hosea 11, verse 1. Hosea 11, verse 1 says, When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. So how can it be said that the body of Christ is an assembly if we are scattered or spread out all over the world? How is it that we can be a church? some of the the saved they're sleeping in Jesus and not with us so how can they be in the assembly with us everyone saved in this current dispensation is already positionally seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Together and assembled in Christ. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 5 and 6. All right let me get there Ephesians chapter 2 verses 5 and 6 Even when we were dead in sins hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. So, a safe person, those that have put their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, physically they are here on this earth. Physically. But spiritually they are already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, how do you explain that? You can't. It's a mystery. You know, some will say that, you know, this is just um, spiritualizing. But spiritual things can be literal things as well how about the anchor of my soul you know this anchor is not made up of iron there's no uh, physical link chains or standard cable stretching between my soul and the third heaven but the anchor of Hebrews 6 Verse 19 is literal. How about the song, The Haven of Rest? I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. I'll sail the wide seas no more. The tempest may sweep all the wild stormy deep, but in Jesus I'm safe evermore. How about that? I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. Praise God. Now, notice in Jesus, I did a search on that phrase. Seventy-seven times. Seventy-seven times in Christ showed up in the Bible. Eleven times seven. And seven in the Bible is the number of perfection or completion. So now how about this? Our bodies walk in the earth but there is a scriptural sense and way in which we are already seated with Christ In heavenly places. You know sometimes we may not get along here on this earth. But up there. You know we're getting along just fine. Amen. So. So. The world. Which we are called out from. Is that which Satan is the God of over little g look at second corinthians second corinthians chapter four verses three and four Let me get there. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God, little g, of this world, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now this world, that Satan is a god over, has their antichrist system, fads, fashions, so on, the believer is no longer in step with the course of this world. Ephesians 2, verse 2. Ephesians 2, verse 2. All right. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. But remember that we will never obtain. Or attain sinless perfection in the flesh. No such thing as sinless perfection. Jesus Christ was the only one to ever walk this earth to be sinless. That there are some Baptists that teach that the one body. Of Ephesians 4 verse 4 is the local church Or they do not teach Ephesians at all So let's see if Paul was one in in the one or in the one body with the Ephesians all Right Paul wrote to the Christians in Rome That he was a member of the same body that they were they all were. Romans twelve. Romans twelve Let me see. Romans 12, verses 4 and 5. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members, one of another. So, he and the Roman Christians were members one of another. Paul had never joined a local church in Rome How then can be a member of a body with them unless there is a body which transcends the bylaws of local churches? As far as we can tell from Scripture, Paul was a member of the local church at Antioch. So it's obvious that Paul was in the church at Antioch, and not in the local church at Rome. So not only was Paul in one body with Roman believers, but he was baptized into one body with the Corinthian believers, without ever getting water baptized. By a Corinthian pastor. First Corinthians chapter twelve. First Corinthians chapter twelve. Verses 12 and 13. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Verse 13. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether it be Jew or Gentiles, whether it be Uh, whether we be bond or free, and have been, let me read verse 13 again. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. So notice in verse 13, who is doing the baptizing there? For by one Spirit, are we all baptized into one body. That's Holy Spirit baptism. That is not water baptism at all. Although I had a preacher tell me one time that uh, verse 13 is the Holy Spirit calling us to water baptism. But that is not the case, my friends. So, Paul was baptized in water at Damascus by Ananias. You'll see that in Acts uh, chapter 9, verses 8 to 18. Yet Paul identified himself with the word we. With the Corinthian Christians in the same baptism. So, Holy Spirit baptism far transcends water baptism by local pastors. Amen. So, the word body in reference to the body of Christ is used 13 times in the New Testament and is never, never plural. In the New Testament, there are churches plural of Christ, Romans 16, verse 14 and verse 16, but you never read about bodies of Christ. So, you know, there are multitudes of local churches, and these local churches are autonomous but there is only one body of Christ and all saved are baptized into that by the Holy Spirit you know look, look at us right? we have only one physical body but we have many members fingers hands arms legs feet toes etc only one head jesus christ is that head there's not many bodies jesus christ is the head of the church amen all right so the body or the church which is his body is called out of this dark sinful world to do good works for the lord amen all right i'll go ahead and uh and i'll stop right there thank you so very much uh, for being with us today thank you for your prayers for us our families our ministries until next time god bless you